Hey, welcome to episode sixty-five. I know. Sure. Like, I'm actually keeping track <laughs> of it now. It's sixty-five, episode 50, sixty-five of Die Hard on a podcast, and um, we're a little late because my real life job is kind of uh, brutal, and they won't let me come <clears> home sometimes. But uh, it's a week after the Oscars, but that's okay. We watched um, Roma and Roma and Black Panther. Because they're the only ones free. <laughs> they were the only free free movies that we could like watch at the time. I'd I'd kind of like to see the Green Book now that it won, uh, yeah. but it's like still in theaters, and you know I'd feel I, guilty yeah. about pirating it. it well, I don't even know if you can, <laughs> I, I don't even know if you can pirate it to be honest. Like I didn't look or anything. <laughs> we don't we don't uh, uh, condone that, but you know if you can, it's fine. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I haven't seen Green Book either. I have no interest in it for real. I have like other movies I'd rather see. So right, I, it seems from what I've understood. I don't know if you heard anything, but it seemed kind of kind of watered down of a movie anyway. And there was right. way better movies that should have won. Well, it's weird. It, it seems like kind of a slow Oscar year because I would have said. Both Roma and Black Panther seem like kind of watered-down movies to me. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, let's get into it, because Black Panther, I I think it's a good movie. I don't know why it would be Best Picture. Yeah, like, for I, sure. I, yeah don't get me wrong. Black Panther, <clears throat> as a kid, was one of my favorite freaking comics, and I like had to go out of my way because when I was a kid, there was no <laughs> Black Panther series, like a run, and so like I would get so happy whenever I would go to uh, like a comic book shop that had like back issues, so that I could get uh, Black Panther, um, yeah. Black Panther comics, and you know it kills me. I just read a story on Reddit recently about a comic book that I had when I was like maybe eight years old, and it was a Black Panther comic, and um, the editors said, hey, you have to put more white people in this because it's white people who buy our comics. And he's like, well, this is about, a, you know, a black superhero, so I don't know if I should do that. And they said, no, no, you have to put more black or white people in this super thing. So Stan Lee actually made them all KKK members. And, you know, like I actually had that, I had that comic where Black Panther took on the KKK and it was awesome. He like beat all of their asses. It um, <laughs> sounds amazing. It was it was great, and I was really hoping that like they would pay like a little tribute to that in the movie where, you know, Black mm. Panther beats up a bunch of KKK members. But maybe that'll be Black Panther too. Yeah, whenever that, like, like next year or like in six months or whenever it is, right? <laughs> Eventually. I mean, it's good. It's good. Like, it's good. It was a good like like Wakanda was really cool. Like the world build the world building. Yeah, and all that stuff was really cool in the movie. I mean, the fighting—I think the fighting was was the kind of like the action stuff is kind of terrible. And like, I think yeah. I mean Michael Michael B. Jordan gets a lot of credit for that role, but like he was like he was like operating in a different movie. Like like yeah. he was like a, he was at like eleven, and everybody else was at like a, like a seven or eight, and like he's just like <laughs> right. He, he's just like they they just like turned up the volume on him, and like they never like told him to like maybe kind of down just a touch. <clears throat> Yeah, he um, he's definitely kind of ahead or above the Marvel franchise level of acting. Mm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I did like the world building. Um, I liked the whole kind of coming to America angle that they had for a little bit. You know, like, I was like, oh, <laughs> he's going to go to Queens and find himself a queen. And then I'm like, oh, okay, no, that's not the plot. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's like, oh, this is a different movie, shit. Mm -hmm. This is a question, because it's questionable. Um. 
<laughs> but yeah, like I, I don't know. I mean, it just it just kind of like when you even said you were like, oh, well, let's watch Black Panther because we can watch that free, and it was nominated, and I was like, it was. Um, well, the funny thing is, it, it was nominated for uh, some other stuff, and it actually won right some Oscars. It won, um, I think, run costumes and production design. Okay, and I could see that. And the cool thing is, with that little side notes, the production designer. Her name is Hannah Beekler, and she went to Wright State, where I went to film school, and she was, like, maybe two years ahead of me. Right. So she, like, she won an Oscar. She's like, she was, like, the first African-American woman to, first of all, be nominated for that category and then to win as well. So, so that's, that's pretty, that, I mean, yeah, that's pretty that cool. Is, that I, is I, pretty fantastic. I'm glad that movie was nominated. I mean, I'm, I'm glad people like it. I, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's, like, Wonder Woman. It's, like... I find one of them okay, but like I, I get when people say how much they love it, and I don't, I don't fault them for that. <laughs> you know, right. it's like it's like it's like oh yeah, it's, I mean I, I can totally see it. And same with like Captain Marvel when it comes out, it's gonna be like everybody's favorite movie, and it's like I, I see it, and it's like it's it's a good movie, it's not the greatest, but like if it's at your if that's your favorite Marvel movie, then it's that's totally acceptable, totally fine. Yeah, well, for it's sure. Weird. I love <clears throat> I love the Marvel franchise. I think Disney's doing a good job with it. Uh, I think. That it's mm-hmm. a really, a re- it was a really good idea, and they they started doing it around X Men, where instead of them being like, "Hey, let's make a movie about a comic book," they said, "Hey, let's go to the people who make the comic books and have them kind of go for mm-hmm. what a movie should be." And I think that's a big reason why they're successful is because they didn't like. I mean, and I, I'm a comic book geek, so I can be like, "Well, you know, there's this little detail that was different about Spider-Man, or this little different." But you know, like for the whole, mm-hmm. they, they really kind of capture the mood and feeling of the superheroes, which makes the movies themselves a lot more interesting. Um, you know, like freaking now they've they've watered down Tony Stark for the movies. You know, I mean, in the comic books, he was a total fuck up. You know, drunk half yeah. the time <clears throat> and like causing as many problems as he fucking started, and like he's kind of like that in the movies. But he's not like an actual detriment to the other superheroes like he was in the comic books, uh, and they like yeah. they stuck to the Black Panther like Black Panther franchise is pretty good, uh, pretty close to kind of the original Black Panther. Yeah, I think in Iron Man three they kind of hinted at like his his problems, but like I think they, from what I understand, they 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 used the alcoholic angle without using the alcohol part of it in Iron Man three. Yeah. Like whatever, I forget what storyline that was, but I think they used everything but like the alcohol. They just kind of used it more of a like a scared of like responsibility type stuff mm-hmm. instead of alcoholism or whatever. Yeah, sort of the spoiled rich kid <clears throat> who doesn't really understand consequences aspect of his personality. Yeah, <clears throat> doesn't yeah doesn't really understand like casualties and shit like that. So right. <clears throat> Um, and, you know, I, I really wanted to like Roma. I thought Roma was mm. visually really beautiful, but I mm. felt like we needed a little more plot. You know, there just wasn't, it was like, okay, these women are yeah. getting fucked over by men. And it's like, okay, great. That's, you know, like, I feel for them, and I don't feel like women or men should, like, treat women the way that they're being treated. And, and it sucks that there are these women with children that have to freaking struggle. But, like, I, mm. I also wanted, like, something to happen. You know, like, mm-hmm. like I know that okay, the the freaking revolution's going on in the background, uh, yeah. and that's cool and all, but you know, like one of them should have joined the revolution or <coughs> you yeah, know, had to harbor some, like some sort of like plot. I'm just asking for a little plot <laughs> is all. 
I, yeah, I mean, I get, I get that too. I, 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 I like the movie. I don't love it like a lot of people. I don't know. I don't know if I like it. I, again, like with Black Panther, I respect it and kind of like, if you like that movie, that's fine. I, it wasn't my cup of tea, so to speak. It's like I, I would never watch it again. <laughs> like yeah, it's like yeah. I would never sit down and be like, I, it was a chore to kind of sit down and watch it because I stuck. I watched like the first twenty minutes of it, and then like when we talked about doing it, I was like, oh shit, now I need to finish this movie. And like kind of sitting down and watching it from there was a chore. Yeah. But about the, I think I say like the last half hour or so was really kind of kind of good and engaging. Like the 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 birth sequence is pretty pretty intense. Yeah. It was pretty intense for yeah. me. Uh-huh. And then like the end the end sequence was nice, but like well, other than that. And I mean, but you had, you, you at least had some dynamics there for a plot, you know, like there was the familial jealousy of, I want to be mm. king, but he's going to be king, and I'm going to do some freaking douchebag lion king freaking techniques to try and become king, and um... <laughs> I mean, that's Black Panther, I'm talking about Roma still. Oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, yeah, see if, if, Roma like, had had, if Roma had had something like that going on, I'd have been all about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, like, wow, what happened, um. But yeah, like the 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 Roman thing, it's like it's like it's like I, it's complicated because I feel like it's. I don't know if you've read about this movie too, but like it's almost like it's somebody who made a movie about their. Basically, it's like Coron's the Republic is like his when he was growing up. This is basically his life story type thing, right? And he's basically one of the little kids running around, and he had like a this this type of this this maid or nanny or whatever. But the way like it's portrayed, it's almost like it's it's, it's so weird because it's almost like 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 it's like a little, a little bougie to be like, oh, I had this maid I never appreciated, or look at this movie about her not being appreciated. Yeah, does that make it does that make it okay? And like, like I feel like it's like I was like I don't, I feel like you guys were probably more more dicks to her than than what you, you were showing. Let on. <laughs> and I mean, and they were dicks to her. Like they were like yeah. they were like okay, you know. She goes to her, the the woman, and she's like, I'm pregnant, and the dude just done fucking ghosted me. And she's like, that's horrible. And she's like, are you, you know, am I fired? And she's like, no, no, of course not. We're going to take you to the doctor. So they, like, take her to the doctor, and then they bring mm-hmm. her back, and they're like, oh, yeah, and by the way, clean up the dog shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> it was like, oh, my God, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's, like, it's like the parents didn't get away with it, but, like, the kids, I feel like the kids were probably more mean to them. I I mean, maybe not, but I, it just seemed like more of an idealized portrait of like this maid to make this person, like this filmmaker, feel better about yeah, about not being, appreciating being a kid and not being able to understand what was going. She was having to go through and trying to make it so that everybody understood what she was trying to go through. And to make it, honestly, it goes against the the style to make it so beautiful looking. I feel like that's I don't know. It's like it looks so good. But it doesn't seem to match the, the kind of like the, the story or like what it's being said. I don't know. It's it's really, it's really weird. Like I understand like the everything was basically like one wide shot, like panning yeah. or like hardly any cuts or like you know close ups, <clears throat> which is fine. A nice way to like like capture the moment. But like it was so beautiful looking. It's kind of like it was kind of watering down the point. I feel like. 
of yeah. the, of, 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 and maybe that wasn't the point but like i feel like it should have been the point that right he, and i mean know. it almost should have been shot like really gritty and gruesome <laughs> and blood everywhere you know i mean oh, yeah like pain and suffering because you know it's obvious from what's mm. going on in the background that there's all kinds of pain and suffering and violence uh but it doesn't mm. really play that up and it, like you know when i was watching it i was thinking you know who did that really well was the movie akira like I love how the main characters in Akira they don't really care about the revolution that's going on around them at all, but it's like mm-hmm. really obvious that there's this crazy revolution going on, and you know like the, the main characters will be doing something, and the cops will be like beating somebody to death in the background, and they're just yeah. sort of like desensitized and oblivious to it. And I was thinking, man, I wish they had kind of done something a little bit more like that. Like you know, there's the one scene when they're in the, um, like the baby. Uh, the cradle like the furniture store and of course you know the freaking rebels or whatever come in and start shooting people or the, the thugs from the government it's never really clear who it is but like violent people yeah. come in and fuck shit up uh but like other yeah. than that it's just sort of like okay yeah well there's this revolution going on and she's pregnant and one of the revolutionaries fucking ghosted her yeah, supposedly all that stuff is like metaphorical as well. Right. Like everything in the background is is symbolizing what's going on in the foreground, which is which is fine. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. But like I think I feel like the black and white might have worked against it because like I feel like if it was in color, I think it could have been a little more. Yeah, vivid almost. Yeah, vivid, a little more, a little more like like. Yeah, I forget the word. I, yeah, <laughs> I can't think of the word. I'm like I've been sick for the past week and a half, so I don't. I can't think right now. Yeah, like, that more does. like that's what having children does. <laughs> this makes you sick every so often. Sick. Constantly sick. Ugh. But more like more like more urgent. Like more like yeah, anxious. Yeah. More like immediate okay. and un, un, like, unable to ignore because they were so good at mm. being able to just sort of ignore it. You know. Yeah, but I mean, he shot himself too. Quan like was his his own DP. Which also makes me angry because it's like, oh, this guy, you can do everything, can't you, my man? Like, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to write, direct, edit, and produce, and whatever, which, I mean, I kind of did myself, too. But, like, you know, on a bigger scale, it's kind of Yeah, like, he's actually now. getting paid and recognized for it, which is bullshit. Because <sighs> I think he won. I don't think, did he win? I think he won. For what? Did he won. I think he won like best cinematography too. Even okay, well, the cinematography <laughs> was pretty decent in that. Like, I'll give him that. That the lights were pretty good. I mean, he won best director too, mm. and best foreign and best foreign film. So, right, and that's that's almost <laughs> as good as best picture. Like, it's not only for both, and that's usually like when that happens, it's happened a few times. It usually goes to the lesser one, so then they can give it to like basically two. Right. So um, green book. I, you know, and I, I have to say it was pretty cool that like the industry itself stood up to the show of the Oscars and said, "Hey, we're like not going to endorse you anymore if you don't recognize every award. Like even if you think it's trivial, like we don't think it's trivial because remember they were going to show commercials over a couple of the awards. Like they were going to show yeah, a commercial over Best Short or something like that. It was going to be Best Best Cinematography and Best. God, what was the other one? It might have been best shorts or something like that, but it was like, it was like the big one was like best cinematography, which I is think. a little ridiculous because I mean it might have been like a right, it might have been a writing one too. I think <laughs> it might have been yeah. the writers as well. And see, and that's weird. Like if you're gonna do it, do like best soundtrack in a freaking <laughs> anime film or something. <laughs> it's like I don't know if you want to be shorter. Don't yeah, don't have the songs. Don't have Queen open up your fucking dumb show. Yeah. 
Queen minus Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. Poor bastard. Um, and actually, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this too. As I saw that Batista's making a comeback, and oh I, yeah, <laughs> I was, I was kind of shocked by that. Now he made a good comeback too. Freaking, um, <laughs> you know, freaking beating up poor old Rick, poor old decrepit Rick Flair on his fucking birthday. That's a heel move if I ever saw one. You know, um, I mean that just speaks to fucking Ric Flair. Using his birthday, like 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 WWE using wrestling, use his birthday as an angle, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like he's like, yeah, sure, we could use my birthday to put some dude over. I don't give a fuck. I've been putting <laughs> people over forever. <laughs> yeah, he just drags them out of the his fucking dressing room. Oh, it's so as fantastic. the best. It was, it was amazing. But I made the comment to Patrick. I said, you know, you'd think a guy like Batista wouldn't come near the WWE because of all the Hollywood money. And Patrick was yeah. like, no, no, he's kind of blacklisted in Hollywood because of uh, him, like, opposing James Gunn or something. <coughs> and I wasn't... Oh, he's... He's a, he's a, he's actually one of the few people who are standing up for James Gunn. That's the problem. Oh, is he? I knew it had something to do with the James Gunn controversy. And I like yeah he, he was, went he was making it sound like it was because like everybody else was saying oh we want James Gunn to direct Guardians of the Galaxy three and everybody else was like no no we're not gonna let him or the Batista was like no he shouldn't be on there no Batista's the opposite he's the, he's he's one of the biggest defenders of James Gunn for oh, sure okay well, see that kind of sucks and he's like he's and he's basically like I want to have my contract if he doesn't direct this third one or whatever basically like he's like he's like I really don't want he's like yeah, my contract says I have to do this movie, but I don't want to do it if you don't have James Gunn. I'm going to fight, to have fight him. every step, every step of and, the way. If I if and I don't on the get one hand, on the one hand, that's admirable, but on the other hand, it's like, dude, you're a fucking actor. Read your lines. I mean, it's one of the things where it's like, like people could say that once they've got like lots and lots of money, they can do that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I've said it before. I probably even said it on the podcast that my big issue with James Gunn's tweets wasn't so much that they were offensive as that they weren't funny. Like, yeah. if he had made, like, some really funny pedophile joke and I had been like, man, that's fucked up, but I'm laughing at it. Like, I'd be like, yeah. okay, leave the guy alone. But, like, I was just kind of like, that's fucked up, but I'm, like, it's not funny. Like, there's no punchline to it. It's just fucked up. Yeah, I think he's, I think he'll be okay. I think he's going to do Suicide Squad too. so basically, which is basically, like, Maybe. Guardians for... Guardians for DC. So yeah, maybe save, <laughs> maybe save that franchise. Fucking Suicide Squad one was awful. So terrible. I mean, I, think I watched like, the half, first half hour of it. I was like, I'm not, I'm, I can't do it. Yeah, so. like Margot Robbie. Like, okay, yeah, she's fucking hot. Like, like yeah. that's whenever you say Suicide Squad, that's what I'll, that's all I can <laughs> think from it is, yeah, Margot Robbie is fucking hot. Like, and that's the that's the long and short of that movie. Yeah, it's like yeah, she's she was she was fine as Harley Quinn. That's fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whatever, whatever. And now she's gonna be in like four other movies, like a spinoff, basically. So she's fine. Yeah, and good for her because I love. Did you watch the um the movie Tanya or I Tanya about no. Roger Robbie plays Tanya Harding? No, I didn't see that one. You should check it out. It's really really funny. Um, and no. like Margot Robbie's comic timing is amazing in it. She does so fucking good. I was really, like, I mean, I've always been somewhat impressed with her by as an actress, but like as somebody who um, can pull off like dark comedy, it's not the easiest thing, and she does an amazing job in it. I always get her and what's her name from My Name Is Earl confused all the time. Jamie Presley. Exactly. Yeah, I'm always like uh, Jamie Jamie King. Jamie Presley. 
Hmm? Jamie Preston be- for My Name is Earl. Oh, okay, yeah. Like those two, like I always get them confused so much. Yeah, and well, actually, <laughs> somebody just recently on Reddit posted a, a thing about how uncanny the uh, resemblance is, and they like cut half of Margot Robbie's face to, and cut half of Jamie Presley's face and put them together, and they like they it looks like the same fucking woman. It's creepy. <laughs> yeah, so I was getting confused. I was like, yeah, she is good. I was like, oh wait, she's only been in, like three movies. Yeah, <laughs> that I've seen. <laughs> Uh, did you watch anything else this week while we've like you've been out? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think if I've seen anything. I probably no, no, I really haven't. No, I haven't had any time. Um, yeah, no, I unfortunately have not gotten to see many movies. Like normally, I have time, uh, but these fuckers keep making me work, so I have not been <laughs> able to to really do it. I've just seen Wally a lot, so. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I watched a bunch of the. There's also the Independent Spirit Awards movies, and there's a bunch of those <laughs> available on Prime. So I watched a few of those, and they, they're they're pretty solid. Nice. Uh, eighth grade's really good. Eighth grade. Oh, is eighth no grade? Trace. You can watch that on there. Yeah, yeah, it's on Prime now. So nice. I will watch that on Prime then, because I, I I'm a fan of Bo Burnham, so I'm I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, he's a comedian, so I had no idea. I just know him from The Big Sick. Okay. And it's like, oh, he I, he wrote and directed a movie that's fantastic. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, like, and he's like a prodigy too. Like, it's funny. I, I just watched <laughs> I just watched his comedy special with Paul because Paul's a fan, and he mm. talks about being 25 years old. And I'm like, dude, I was like, I've been listening to to Bo Burnham's comedy albums for like seven or eight years now, and he's like, yeah, yeah, he. He got into stand up and made it like really fast, like when he was like sixteen or seventeen. Mm. I was like, whoa, okay, well, good, <laughs> yeah, good for him, you know. <laughs> yeah, good. To be- yeah, I, I have I have problems with people who do lots of things or think they can do lots of things, and even more problems when they can do lots of things. Right, well, even when they're like, it's okay, it's not so bad when they're like terrible at it, and you're like, okay, good. Like, do you remember? And I think you might have even been with me back when Alanis Morissette was, like, the biggest thing ever. And, mm. um, and like, I loved her. I listened to her at work all the time. And then she, like, was debuting this world premiere music video. And they were talking about how, you know, how exciting it was because she's dr- crossing the line from being a musician to being a director. And she directed this freaking video herself. And the video was awful. It was, like, three minutes <laughs> of just her face. Like, I mean, there wasn't yeah. any action. There wasn't any scenery. It was just like a freaking shot of her face making different expressions. And I was like, Ooh. ah, she sucks at fucking directing. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and she's only made one really good album. <laughs> she keeps remaking it over and over, over and over again. The poor woman. Yeah. Oh, well. What are you going to do? There was, so, there, was something, there was something over the weekend. What was it? I was talking to Leslie about it. was somebody. I forget. It, it was probably somebody I know, so I don't want to, like, name check right but i feel like it was probably somebody who was like oh i'm gonna you know do this and do this and be in my own movie and do this i was like of course you are because god you know god forbid you have somebody else do something right <laughs> that, <laughs> that knows what they're that knows what they're doing or like kind of wants to know what they're doing but instead you're just gonna do everything yeah. that's fine i don't care god Whatever. forbid you actually like <clears throat> you know trust someone who's capable at doing it versus you doing a fucking half-assed job at it yeah it's like you, you should you should write 
direct, star, produce your own movie. You should do that. You should go do that. That's fine. Like <laughs> that's yeah. Go do, don't ask me for money. Like the fuck you. <laughs> no, go go ask your mom because she's gonna tell you you're fucking great. Yes. Yeah, why don't you why don't you why don't you produce it yourself too? My God. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But yeah, I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't really have it. Like, see, and that's the thing is, is both of these like Oscar-nominated movies, I really don't have a whole lot to say about. Like, you know, Black Panther, it was fun. You know, good mm. popcorn and date movie, especially if you can like make out through half of it and not freaking actually pay attention yeah. to what's going on. And you know, like Roma, you know, like the the fucking pretentious artist in me is like, oh yeah, he really went to. But I mean, not really. You know, he didn't achieve what a lot of these fucking great directors did especially when it's like i'm gonna do this intentionally in black and white because i'm a pretentious fuckhead like like okay you can do that but pull it off you know like... <laughs> <laughs> i mean i know there's a lot of people who like Quaron's movies i i haven't liked many of them i respect most of them but i don't like many of them like he did i mean my favorite is of his is children of men that's by his most successful for me right okay and i, I thought that was pretty good um, but like, like I, uh, he did Gravity as well, and won a bunch of awards for Gravity, which, which is a fine movie. I don't, yeah. But it's also, but you can also see, like with Roma, you can, just, it's like you, you see the technical stuff behind it so much. It's like, I know these people aren't actually doing this because I've heard so much about it. So I'm just watching a bunch of CGI things most of the time for like half the movie, and like, yeah, I just can't get invested with it. And it's, I don't know, like that, and. I haven't seen his Harry Potter movie. He did one of the Harry Potter movies, and apparently it's one of the better ones. Okay. But, uh, I liked all the Harry Potter movies. I mean, they were okay. He did, was it the the Prisoner one? The Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban? I think that's his. Okay. That's then, his. I mean, that's pretty good. But it's like, I'm always going to be like, yeah, you know, Harry Potter movies, Harry Potter books, they are what they are. I mean, they're great, yeah. and you're going to have fun like reading them, or you're going to have fun watching them, but it's not like you're going to take anything super mm. amazing away from them. And then he did it, E to Mama Tambien. Oh, no, I love that movie. That, I didn't know that was one of his movies. That's one of my favorite movies ever. Because it's, okay. like, <laughs> it's, like, dirty and perverted and fucking weird. Yeah, yeah I wasn't a big fan of that one either. No. I mean, again, it's, 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 like, the style is good, but, like, I just don't get... I just don't like the stories or what he's trying to tell. Or the characters, he's... I, like, some of those characters I just don't like. And it's, like... I think that's another, like, our biograph biographical story of his. Oh, okay. But apparently... Maybe I just don't like Coron's upbringing. <laughs> like, maybe yeah. I just don't like him. Like, maybe he just thought he was a fucking rich douchebag growing up. So that's the problem. Um, yeah, no, I really loved I I watched E2 Mama Timbien, um, and it was me and like eight women. And they're just like, what the fuck is this? We need to turn it off. And I was like, don't you dare turn that off. This is hilarious. This is so funny. Oh, my God. And they're like, it's not funny. It's disturbing. I was like, it's funny. <laughs> I may have to give it a rewatch, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I just haven't. I mean, I I don't hate the guy. Like he he does what he does. He does it well, and yeah, people like people like him. He seems like a nice guy as well. So it's like that's yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, not cool. He's he's just not my 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 thing, and that's fine. Right. I mean, he never made anything like Mandy. This is all you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to a podcast with that guy. He was he's pretty funny. Um, Movies that made me. Uh-huh. Shout out to another another podcast. And so Joe Dante and this writer Josh Josh Olson who wrote the movie version of History of Violence. Okay, I was and they, that sounds really familiar. The name and those guys and these guys bring on like filmmakers and like kind of just ask them 
to run down like movies, movies, quote unquote movies that made them or like right. just like lists of movies and stuff. And he, Panos Cosmatos did a, a list of like, was it fascist dystopian movies? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 nice. Like, like that's his genre of like like futuristic fascist like dystopian you know like movies, KJX one one three eight or something like that. That's awesome. Yeah, he he mentioned that one for sure, and there was a couple other ones that I'd never heard of. But yeah, was, <laughs> <laughs> and William Friedkin was on there, and like he's like he's fucking he's insane. It's like and they, they got they got political for a second. And I was like, please please stop, Friedkin. You're gonna make me hate you. Yeah. But they quickly got back, and he's just like. He's just like an angry old man, but at least like he kind of knows what he's talking about half the time. So right, that's, that's always fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely helpful. Cool. Well, let's watch um, eighth grade, and I don't know. You want to pick another one for next week? Yeah, you want to do like another? There's another indie spirit. Like we can do indie spirit movies next week and okay. do eighth grade. And um, I don't know what else. There's Leave No Trace, and there's oh, there's Support the Girls, which might be interesting. I watched that one. Can we watch that one? That's on Hulu. Okay. It's about a bunch of like a, basically a bunch of girls who work in like a Hooters type of restaurant. Nice, yeah, that's like, it's, it's, interesting. It's kind of fun. It's, it has its moments, so we can watch that one too. All right, cool. So, so yeah, we should watch that for next week for episode sixty-six. And uh, I guess we're at half hour, so thanks for listening <laughs> to us not really fucking talk about the movies we were supposed to talk about at all. But you know, that's all right. whatever. Fuck go you. Petit. Yeah, go. go. Petit. go. Go, go Batista. Go Batista. <laughs> you show that dirty old Ric Flair who's the boss. Yeah. Don't let him show your dick to you. Don't uh. let him show you his dick. And that's <laughs> the end.